0: Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Momon Aidan. If you are one of those people, I hope you enjoyed the conversation and thank you so much for coming back. Yes, thank you. But, for those of you who are new to the show, and this is your first time here, welcome! Thanks for coming by. Glad you're here. Feel free to make yourselves at home. And, as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. My friend Dave Watt is on the show today. And, actually, he just left, like, five minutes ago. Typically, I record these intros and outros, like a week or two weeks after the episode has been done. But since this episode's actually going to be going up this Tuesday, I figured I should get this done now because I'm going to be spending the next few days in Washington, DC. I won't be around. And by the time I get back into town, I'm not going to want to scramble to do all this. So I'm just doing it now. And it actually feels pretty good. I feel like maybe I should record the intros and outros after people leave all the time. But yeah more about Dave he's on this show and you know he is a ridiculously talented artist he was the front man for probably one of my favorite Pittsburgh bands of all time Girl Fight and he's just a super super good dude it was really really awesome to have him over and get to talk to him and shoot the shit about art and the stuff that he grew up on and blah 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 all of that jazz is what we're going to talk about in a second right here so just uh sit back relax and let's start the motherfucking beat hey, 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 hey. So, how would you describe that beer?
1: Um, well, it says here it's a, it's a Belgian-style golden ale, which I think kind of fits it. It's, it's kind of light like a Belgian, uh, there's some kind of, like, taste in there. Maybe honey or something, I don't know.
0: Okay, are you into craft beers at all? I'm into beers, period. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) What is your favorite beer?
1: I, it changes a lot. It okay. switches up seasonally, Ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. So, good this summer I was on a humongous Corona kick. Really? Just because it's the most relaxing thing you can do. Okay. Just kick back with a Corona. I also get, like, you know, shot of whiskey or something, sip that, go back and forth. It's perfect.
0: You know, I don't think I've ever kicked back with a Corona. <laughs> do you think that ties into why I'm so stressed out? It could be. You haven't been relaxing <laughs> properly. Yeah, you know, I need to take some pro tips. Yeah, I think I surround myself with too many stressed out people. Nobody has a Corona.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, well, that's There's how you know. There's whiskey
0: around, but whiskey without the Corona, probably. Just
1: makes you mad. <laughs> okay. The Corona evens you out. and It's like, oh my God, I'm just chilling hard right now. And okay. It's the best.
0: Sick. So when you're chilling hard, what have you been up to while you're chilling hard?
1: Well, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm drinking Coronas. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's it? Or sometimes singing karaoke. Okay. Sometimes doing that. Um... Or just, you know, sitting around. Cool. Chilling.
0: Chilling. Okay, so do you not really do, like, the drinking and creative stuff at the same time? Or do you keep those worlds separate?
1: Um, generally, yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. you know, there's some people that are like, yeah, you know, I gotta get all messed up to be in my zone.
1: Right, right. Um, I feel like alcohol, uh, (laughs) doesn't affect me that way. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me not want to work on anything and just fucking party. Yeah,
0: I think I'm kind of the same way. Anytime, if I'm sitting here and I have like a night of mixing or something to do, like, you know, crack open a beer and sit down a half hour later, I'm just like on YouTube. Right, (laughs) yeah. just like not really caring. It's hard to stay productive when you get into that kind of a mindset. Definitely. But I guess some people need it, right? Yeah,
1: sure. I mean, hey, whatever, like whatever you, you got to do to get your rocks off. Cool. But okay. I mean, I feel like also my skills suffer when I'm drunk. It's just
0: bad. <laughs> <laughs> so how's art been for you and creative things outside of that? Ah, uh, good. Yeah. Good. I saw you had a a gallery thing. Yeah. Remedy yeah. I, I just, said, uh, oh, I was, cool. <laughs> I was, I wanted to go. I planned on going, but life.
1: Right. No, I and, hear uh, you there. I
0: even, I clicked going on the event invite and everything, so I was one of those guys. Committed. Yeah, I was really, I was socially, publicly committed, socially.
1: <laughs> Life had other plans. <laughs> yeah. What did you end up doing?
0: You know, I don't really You don't remember. have to divulge. Yeah, I, I honestly don't remember. Uh, I had just something else going on, a show or something.
1: I was hoping um, it would be like something insane.
0: No, no. All right. I don't really have anything insane going on at all. <laughs> But how was the art show?
1: It was good. Yeah, it was a good night. Um, not bad. I sold about half of the pieces that I had prepared. So well, wow, I think that's better good. than
0: a lot of people do. It's <laughs> not bad. Yeah,
1: it's pretty good. I was actually like pretty surprised. Like before I even showed up, um, my friend Brian, who was the curator, uh, texted me was like, "You sold five pieces," and I was like, "It's like three p.m. Like the shit hasn't even started yet. I'm still at work." kind of nuts that's awesome this stuff
0: has it. been really cool it's been really awesome to see how your stuff has evolved over the years sure thanks you're one of the few people i know that has had that type of an evolution <laughs> a lot of there's people i know that i've known for like a decade that have that are still kind of doing the same shit it's gotten better right but, you know it's kind of like in the same realm you like i don't know it seemed like you kind of like scrapped your style at some point, and then started from scratch.
1: I, that's, I think that's just the way that I have grown to do it, you know what I mean? Um, like, when I first started, like, drawing and getting into drawing, I was just, like, really into comic book art and, like, you know, Disney style, like, cartoons and stuff, and when I realized I needed to break out of that, I had to basically, like, unlearn the entire way that I had learned to draw for my entire life to, like, start over.
0: Yeah, like, I'm noticing, like, okay, as far as the stuff that, I remember, like, whenever I first came into contact with the force that is Dave Watt, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it was very graphic, thick outlines, had that kind of, like, puss head, John Baisley-type style sure. stuff. But then now, like, there's stuff where there's, like, no outlines at all, and it's a lot of, like, you're using, like, completely different mediums, it seems, than what you were using before. Right. Different. It's, like, the subject matter's kind of the same, as like, fucked up people and things and stuff but what was uh you just felt like i need to do something different or yeah
1: you know you kind of i don't know like i'll get really into like uh an artist or like a certain style and like just be so obsessed with it like it's all i want to do it's all that like really inspires me to like create yeah um so you just kind of like do it and like incorporate it into your work is like you know little pieces here and there until you feel like you're bored with it and then it's like well it's time to like Learn something else. I don't know. Totally. I get bored easily, I guess. But, uh, I don't know. I think it's good to keep evolving, learning different tricks here and there and applying them to, you
0: know, what you've already established. I remember the first, like, drastically different things I saw you doing were, like, those, like, charcoal drawings. Yeah. And I was like, these are really fucked up. (laughs) But, (laughs) but, uh, it was cool to see, like, how, like, I think you've applied that style, like, further. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, I can't, I don't know. There's no way to verbally describe it. Right. I just
1: wanted to get looser. I felt like a lot of my illustrations were, like, really tight and, like, relied a lot on detail, which is awesome. I'm not knocking that at all. Like, there's tons of artists that have, like, a really tight illustrative style that I love. But I just wanted to kind of, like, break out and go in a completely different direction. Sure. It
0: seems like a lot of your stuff is just, like, melting right yeah. <laughs> just, just like oh, a lot of things melting it's yeah. life melting <laughs>
1: i was kind of someone put it <laughs> as like it looked like everything looks like if you have a fever dream like if you're just walking around with like a feverish oh yeah like sweaty dream, like and yeah hot. yeah everything's just kind of like gross and fuzzy looking like not really in focus and like melty and sweaty and wet
0: <laughs> i could totally like get that like yeah one hundred percent. Right. <laughs> so I also saw recently you're doing some music thing. Yeah. Yeah. In a a band. A, yeah. A rock and roll band.
1: A rock group.
0: Okay. It's a rock group. A rock outfit. Yeah. A rock outfit. <laughs> right. What? Tell me a little bit about this. I had no idea.
1: Uh, I uh, started playing with uh, my friends uh, Anthony and Cassie. They're in that band Run Forever. Okay. And uh, my friend Neil, who's in Pray for Teeth and Old Accusers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know that dude? He's awesome. Um. I don't know, they hit me up one day and we were like, hey, you want to jam? And I was like, yeah, cool, thinking we'd just, like, fuck around, let's have some fun. So I show up and they're like, we've got a couple songs written and like, I name, and we're going to play shows in, like, a month. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, holy shit.
0: <laughs> so what are you doing? you playing drums? Yeah, or? yeah, playing drums. Cool, so you're finally yeah. playing drums in a band. Yeah, okay, it's yeah, not. it's been a while. What's the band called?
1: It's called Straight White Male.
0: Okay, that's a that's a good band name. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, what kind of stuff is it? Just like an said really rock.
1: like yeah, it's like angular, like hardcore but like more like rock riffs, hardcore. Okay,
0: like like later daughters kind of stuff or Yeah,
1: kind of a little bit, only maybe less uh less Elvis. Yeah. Less
0: <laughs> Elvis.
1: That's a perfect way of putting okay, it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Some a couple like refuse riffs that are really just like angular and oh, sure. sharp. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, all that stuff
1: was right. from
0: Refuse. Sure. <laughs> everything. I don't even know anybody bothers anymore. They could have just stopped after that album came out. But uh, hard music in general. Uh, let's go back. Let's take it back to early early Dave. Whew. Lil Dave.
1: A trip down memory lane.
0: How did, uh, were you, okay, let me think. Music, art, which one came first for you?
1: Oh, art. Art? Yeah. Okay,
0: so how'd you get into that?
1: That started when I was a child, you know, um, literally like a toddler. My mom graduated from the arts Institute in like the 70s. She's like, She was like a really good painter and like illustrator and did like portraits and stuff. She hasn't done anything really the entire time I've been
0: alive.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've never seen her make anything, but I've seen all of her paintings that are like in the basement and stuff, and they're incredible.
0: So what did she end up doing then?
1: Uh, just like raising me and my sister. She was okay. like a stay-at-home mom and just...
0: Cool. Yeah. What was your pops up to?
1: is a steel worker.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, that's his family. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: Gnarly. Yeah, steel working and watching football. So, yeah. So, I mean, w- my mom raised us. She was an artist, so she basically just had stuff around. Okay. And we were just kind of encouraged to go nuts with it. So, just so uh, I grew up you with. You have siblings? Yeah, I've got two sisters. One older, one younger. Cool.
0: Yeah. Do they do art or anything?
1: Uh, My older sister does not. <laughs> She's more of uh, an incredible business-minded type. Okay. So, you know, yeah, she's way better at that shit than I am, but but she can't draw, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) My younger sister is also an awesome artist. She does, like, portraits and, like, sculptures and more abstract stuff, and it's all just awesome. Cool. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's super awesome. So, you got into art as a kid. Got into art as a kid. Just drawing weird shit or cartoons you like, things like that? Right.
1: Got into, like x-men when i was probably like 10 or something and was like what the fuck is this just like <laughs> yeah. blew my mind how yeah. bizarre and awesome it was so from that point up until like you know middle of high school i was just like drawing comic book dudes
0: <laughs> yeah that's what happened with me in video games basically like right mortal kombat and I'm oh like yeah drawing, like scorpion and mm-hmm. trying to like i don't know i like made up all of my own characters they were just all mortal kombat ripoff characters yeah you know i'm gonna make my own video game and shit like that but uh totally drawing came first for me too so i guess music was probably more of like a discovery through like middle school and finding weird friends that kind of bullshit Mm -hmm. yeah definitely So, what was like your first favorite band first favorite band
1: was hmm the first one that i was like really obsessed with was probably Zayo.
0: okay cool
1: <laughs> yeah up until then i like you know i liked music but it was just like whatever dumb bands i like here at the time you yeah. know what i mean like yeah you have no compass of what is cool and what isn't you so i was listening to like all these weird ska bands and stuff and just like i don't know wasn't taking it seriously Okay. Then I heard Zayo, and it, like, scared the fucking shit out of How me. How did you come
0: across Zayo?
1: Uh, One of my friends, you sure. know, had, uh, where Blood and Fire Bring Rest, played <laughs> it in his car, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, it just blew my mind. Yeah. I had no idea you could make music that was like that, and, like, terrifying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that, that's, a, that's a jump from, like, ska. Right, exactly, kind of yeah. When you were younger, did you have any of that, like listen to pop music backstreet boys cassette tape kind of thing or were you just into i
1: art? um leading up until like me getting into ska bands uh i basically my dad listened to country exclusively so i okay i listened to like the why want to wait of the 90s like oh, your man, alan jackson like modern country you garth brooks okay that kind of shit yeah so that was me and like being a kid
0: <laughs> so country to ska to zay right cool and then very strange progression yeah and then i assume like what some point in time some friends got got a band together and you're like yeah let's do this like when did the drums thing happen drums
1: thing happened um i started teaching myself drums in 10th grade um some of my friends were like in a band like playing some instruments and stuff and i like didn't know how to play shit and i was just like well this fucking sucks like (laughs) it doesn't look that hard. Yeah. And I had attempted to play guitar like years before and like never really got it. But, uh, I was like, I bet I could do drums. Yeah. So hitting just... things made sense. Yeah, exactly. So I just like sat down at, at like a drum kit, um, and just like went for it <laughs> until I got it.
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah. So were you drumming for a band before you did vocals? Um, yeah. Or was it around the same yeah. time? Yeah.
1: I I drum well. The first band I was in, I played when I joined. They already had a drummer, so I played auxiliary percussion. Oh, like Slipknot. Exactly. Sick. Yeah. Was <laughs> it, it was- like a
0: Slipknot influence?
1: It definitely was. <laughs> Although the band wasn't wasn't that uh, metal. It was more of like a hardcore band, like okay, like kind of like a really shitty version of Poison the Well or like <laughs> something like that. Okay. But uh, but with auxiliary percussion, I don't okay. know. It was awesome. That we could had fun. work. <laughs> sure. Then uh, we kicked out our drummer, and then uh, we had a different drummer, and he quit. And then I played drums, and that's the first time I actually played real drums. Okay, in a Wh- real what beam.
0: time was this in you for your life? Like, how old were you? Uh,
1: that... I was probably nineteen.
0: Okay, so like just out of high school. Yeah. Stuff like that. Did you yeah. do college or anything?
1: Did community college for about two and a half semesters. Okay, how was that? Um, pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Were you, like, getting really into, like, the music thing at that point? Like, I want to do this! Or are you, like, still paint, like doing art stuff? Did I you was, have, uh, like, a academic aspirations? Not really,
1: like... when Did I, you ever? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I guess I, I, like, tried to maintain the illusion that I did. Even, I don't even know, probably for myself even, just to be like, yes, I'll, I have okay. a plan. <laughs> so you didn't,
0: like, fuck off in high school or anything?
1: No, I totally did. I slept... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in <Okay>. every class. <laughs>
0: okay, but you made it through. Yeah, I was. I mean, through Skinnier high school, teeth. right. I was okay.
1: like banking on just being an artist. I was like, fuck algebra. I don't need to know this bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. So went through college, just kind of like swishing around. Took a bunch of art classes. Didn't really learn any anything in any of them except for art portfolio. Um, and our instructor there was kind of just like, basically, all you need to get a kick-ass job is have a kick-ass portfolio. That's it. Like, you don't need a degree, like, you're... True, yeah. <laughs> Which totally made sense to me, so I was like, okay, like, this is making sense. I don't need to be, like, sketching still lifes for the eighth year in a row. <laughs> yeah. I can be, like, out-developing the skills that I want to develop. So, I stopped going to school, and that's when kind of the music thing took off and started touring and doing yeah. design work and all that Did shit. you
0: Did you want to do, like, art school? Did that... I wanted to have an art do. job, and I thought yeah. that the
1: way to you get an art job is yeah. go to art school. Yeah. So I, I thought I was, like, doing it right. And I then only, realized that there's other ways, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. Did you ever have the... I had the problem... The most that I drew when I was in high school, and then after I graduated and got older, I just got more and more out of art and became more consumed by music. Right. But at, like, the height of my drawing... I would have these, like, feuds with my art teachers, like, over how projects should be done. Because I always wanted to, like, <laughs> do it a different way or use, like, yeah. a different kind of medium. Did oh, you ever definitely. have anything like that?
1: I did. I did. And I was actually lucky in high school. I had two art teachers. And they were both, like, older, about to retire, super kick-ass art teachers. Just, like, super knowledgeable and cool. So they kind of, like recognize that and would just give me my own projects they would, oh, be, they would cool. have the, like a class project and they'd be like what do you want to work on and I'd be like yeah, I don't know watercolors so they'd give me a bunch of watercolors and be like go nuts like yeah <laughs> you know let me know if you need help that's cool it was awesome
0: I never had that luxury right. there was like two we had two art teachers too and we had the one guy who was just like I don't know he had technique but like no people skills sure and just kind of like sucked it, as like a person and like he was not very
1: that's the worst supportive. kind of
0: suck yeah but then there was the other guy who also had technique and was like i think that like he might smoke weed with kids on lunch break <laughs> like that kind of guy you right. weren't sure but he seemed like the type yeah and i just you know i i was like yeah whatever that guy seems weird like he's still uh living the dream <laughs> right. of like you know pretending that he's three decades younger than he actually is okay you graduate you slept through high school yeah you're getting into some doing some bands and things like that what year did you graduate oh three okay me too right on yeah yeah (laughs) so there was a lot of cool things in the local music scene yeah there was around that time yeah i don't know i don't know if like i just say that because i was that age in that time or if it was genuinely cooler like i don't know if people that are 19 years old have the same feelings about it it's gotta today. be different you know you think it's different it it's seems, gotta it seems be because
1: i'm sure that the things that i felt when i saw you know like once nothing when i was <laughs> 19 <laughs> yeah was not the same thing that people saw when they saw the sex pistols like yeah in the 70s it's it's all different but it's relative to your own experience and that's what's important i think
0: <laughs> yeah totally it's really interesting coming from, too, because, like, when we graduated, my space was just, like, a very small blip. It really wasn't even right. a thing yet. And we yeah. kind of made it through all of high school without social media <laughs> or things like that. Like, I didn't even have a cell phone until maybe a month or two before I graduated. And that thing was, like, <laughs> you know, there's, like, USB drives that are more advanced than that <laughs> right. cell phone was now. So... I don't know exactly where I'm going with this, but... No, you definitely... Do you, I mean, you how, like, point. different yeah. everything kind of is? Like, definitely.
1: And the internet is definitely to blame, but everyone loves it too much, as I do as well, to do anything about it.
0: Yeah, I it's... mean, it's it connects <laughs> you... It connects everybody together in ways that are really cool. Sure. And you're able to get a lot of cool things done, but there are certain things that are just gone. Like, I think, like, local shows and things like that are a lot smaller now, because there's just, uh too much people yeah. know about too many things going on it becomes oh, like a, an option paralysis kind of thing you know mm-hmm. and then i don't know there's no more video rental stores because of netflix <laughs> but that's a whole nother topic there's just sure. those are the first two things that I the internet ruined for me was shows and video <laughs> rental stores <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. And those were two really cool things from when I felt I felt like going to younger. Blockbuster was kind
1: of an experience for yeah. uh, for a certain time. It was, like, exciting, like, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> it made everything, like, it attached this value to it because, like, you were working for something even though you didn't realize you were working for it. Right. Like, you're taking a special trip, you're taking time to look through everything, <laughs> pick up things, and it's kind of the same thing with shows. Like, if you wanted to find out about a show, it's like, you better go to the store, look for a flyer look in the paper, it's not just like, I can probably look at my phone now and have event invites (laughs) for three shows, and just, there's like, it's not the same, it's like, I can't like, see the flyer, and like, oh, this looks like a cool punk show, sure, (laughs) it's just like, it's all just that same blue and white Facebook, white, black font, or whatever color it is, just like, blah, 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 it is all the same, yeah, it's, there's no, uh, the characteristics of everything are, uniform, yeah, there was, a. Uh, I heard a really funny thing one time around the time when, uh, Facebook was transitioning or MySpace was transitioning to Facebook and everybody stopped kind of using MySpace. And somebody said that the one thing they missed most about MySpace was it how crazy you could tell somebody was by like when you went on their page and how much shit they had on it. <laughs> Just like this person is way too involved in themselves and like, yeah, you know, <laughs> or is this, but there was something kind of, a. Uh, appealing to about that because you could get a better idea of what somebody was like in general
1: yeah just the aesthetic that they choose is like yeah somewhat representative of their personality yeah
0: and now it's kind of all shortened down to 140 characters <laughs> yeah. on a twitter thing it's really right. hard to tell what anybody wants to do and what what who anybody is but everybody has so much more of a public voice than they've ever had to at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah,
0: it's very, <laughs> very bizarre. I uh, I don't miss being, like, 18 years old, but I miss, like, everything was a lot kind of simpler. Oh, definitely. Or just, like, less connected. Right. But in a way, it felt more connected, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't...
1: Uh, That's definitely true. If I
0: was, like, hanging out at home by myself on a Friday, I didn't feel like such a piece of shit for it, because I didn't know what anybody else was doing. (laughs) Now, you know, I look at my phone, and I see, like, oh, somebody I know is, like, at the Grand Canyon with Mr. T impersonators (laughs) or something, you know? And my life sucks. Yes! Exactly. Well, we're getting back on track (laughs) to something involving you, um... I guess we could probably skip through some things, but one thing I do want to get to is Girl Fight. Sure. Which was awesome. Thanks. Uh, Girl Fight, in a way, kind of uh, saved me. Cool. In a sense. And I'm going (laughs) to explain. Uh, Whenever I first started getting into playing a lot of shows, which was around 2007, 2008, um, and I didn't really know too many people in different scenes so i'm like doing like these weird rap shows and it's not really working for me because i'm not like a club rapper you know and then i found like this kind of like the scene and like you know like the hardcore and quote kind of bands like skinny jean hardcore kind of bands and that kind of stuff and that group of people kind of embraced what i was doing because it was like loosely connected to some other bullshit that was happening at the time, like a 303 or something like that. That, that I wasn't like <laughs> trying to be like that at all, but any they um, like they enjoyed it. So I started playing a lot of those shows. Right. And I got really tied up in that kind of community of people, and I'd kinda like forgotten that other scenes existed. Right. And then I think there was something where you guys like played one of those shows and I was like at it and it was like, holy shit, there's other things in the world. Like it's the cool. world. There, there's more than just like Chiodos ripoff bands right, doing right. stuff around here. And then like I just went and I saw you guys play some other shows that weren't like with those kind of bands in sure. like, different areas. <laughs> and then I found out about other scenes in pittsburgh oh yeah and it was like holy shit just like my mind got blown uh between basically between like girl fight and worn out tigers mm-hmm. and then uh so yeah thanks for that thick awesome <laughs> that, <that's>, that rules <laughs> um yeah it's uh what the fuck happened uh it fell apart
1: as, yeah as things often do yeah time takes its toll that um makes sense. you know you just gotta appreciate what it was and <laughs> the connections and experiences you got from it and keep going, keep swimming. Totally. (laughs) So yeah, you know, I mean, I, I miss it at at times and it it was uh, definitely fun. And like I said, I've met so many incredible people just through that, that like, it was all completely worth it. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I think
0: think it's also, it's better to, to not beat a dead horse. Yeah. You know, and I think that it was something that it did seem like people, to some extent, stopped appreciating it, and I don't necessarily know why. I don't know if you felt that. Yeah, I don't know. I ever mean, it seemed like that
1: by the. Um, I don't know. By the time it was winding down, um, I don't know. I kind of felt just like we were floating, or something. I don't know. It felt very wishy washy, and that's never a good feeling when you're like investing all of your time into something. And I think everybody kind of felt that, and that's why everyone just kind of, like...
0: (laughs) I think that, I mean, I noticed, like, the trends of, like, something's happening, something's happening, and then, like, everybody, like, kind of, like, high morale amongst the band, Mm -hmm. and then, like, it might, like, plateau, and then, like, you wouldn't hear anything for months. Right. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, something's happening, and then, like, (laughs) I think, like, that happened maybe one too many times.
1: It happened a thousand times to us, we just had the worst fucking luck in the world. Like, anytime. We would have something big or, like, a record or something we're, like, really proud of to do. We would just get hit with some, like, humongous, like, tragedy situation that just, like, came out of nowhere, blindsided us and, like, just knock us out. Like, we couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. And then it happened over and over and It's over
0: always, over. like, the stupidest shit, too. Like, one thing that has really, like, with old fears, like, we're... That's the same story that's been with us. And, I mean, we basically are just, uh... An undercover girl fight ripoff band <laughs> anyways so which i i will admit it doesn't matter but uh no we we i me and brandon like we talk about it a lot i've it's had really talks funny. with brandon <laughs> <know>. <laughs> um but uh what happened with us like we were like doing so well and then something really shitty happened and ever since that happened This one, like, shitty thing that had nothing to do with the band. Basically, somebody stole our merch box, had, like, all of the money that we had made in it. Right. And then after that point, we've never been able to get it back up. (laughs) Just, like, morale just, like, crashed to the ground. It sucks, man. It just seems like, I don't know, like, what the fuck happened. And it's like, we keep trying. You know, I won't say that we're not a band anymore, but (laughs) we certainly haven't felt like one for a while.
1: Someone stole our entire van. Our entire van, Your whole was gone. van our got van stolen? was stolen right after we recorded Infinite Carcass, which was like the first, our like first like yeah. full length record. I never
0: heard about that.
1: Yeah, it happened. We like got got back. It was like a week or two afterwards. We're waiting for it to get mixed and mastered, like getting ready to like book tour to like
0: you know take yeah, this record definitely. out on the
1: road. And our van is stolen in Squirrel Hill off of Shady Avenue in, in Pittsburgh in the middle of the fucking day. Gone.
0: What the fuck?
1: Yep. So that sucked and definitely threw a huge wrench. Oh,
0: I would imagine what we were trying to do. Because
1: <laughs> we just had we were just fucked. We had to like all save up until we could get a another van. <laughs> so yeah, that definitely you know kinked us out.
0: Dude, that is a fucking. And, you know,
1: like members quit at like the worst possible time. You know, it's just it was one thing after another, and after so many of those, it's like. Do I really want to keep pouring my time and money Oh yeah, sure. into this thing that keeps hosing me over yeah. and over. Yeah.
0: So, I I will admit that more more frequently as of late, I've definitely been having this like I wonder what it would be like if I stopped doing music. <laughs> <laughs> like like would I be happier? I know I would be like financially better off, All right. but like would I general would I like would i have a better quality of life if i maybe got back into doing art or picked something else up i got into like doing film stuff maybe you do that like still do creative things but like sure. there's, some, there's a something about music that is so unrewarding like it's more <laughs> unrewarding than it is rewarding like when it's rewarding it's like a like an orgasm of sorts it's like oh god this is great like you know like that like 20 minutes that you're on stage and everybody's into it it's fun right but then the rest of the week two weeks in between shows it's like oh i gotta do this i gotta do that and (laughs) i don't know like did you how do you feel now i don't know how much you're playing with the new band but after some time so you did take some time away from music oh yeah yeah were you like yeah like this is awesome like, or did you ever miss I, it, or it was like a mixture? Yeah, I took,
1: well, like, once Girlfriend kind of fell apart, it was, like, apparent we weren't playing shows, um, it was right around the time I started working for Opus, Opus One, so I was basically just working all the time anyways, and it didn't really, like, affect me, I was just busy. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, after after about a year of that, it started to kind of wear on me, so I, I joined uh, a band with, like, some of my friends, it was called Dapper Dillies. Oh, really? Just like an indie band, like pretty much the polar opposite of Girl Fight. I played drums in that, but it was like (laughs) very quiet tapping.
0: (laughs) I never heard about that. Yeah, we played. I feel like I'm off the radar here. We
1: weren't around for long. We played for like maybe a couple months and then uh, our singer moved to California and like we we had to stop doing it, but uh, it was fun. Yeah. It was really cool. And it was also cool to play like completely different types of shows than I had been used to up until that point. That's what so had all been like middle and hardcore shows.
0: Yeah, I've I've did a couple like different things outside of hip hop and harder music whatever yeah. you want to call it and it's cool you meet different people when you see different uh you get to play different venues too that you typically yeah. weren't able to play. Yeah, it like, was really fun doing like club cafe and brillo box and stuff like that. Those are awesome places, right. but you know, old fears isn't going to play at club cafe anytime <laughs> <Yeah>. soon. <laughs> If they asked us, I'd be down. But it's just <laughs> not gonna happen. But yeah, I guess I never heard about Dapper Dillies Oh, All right. Because, like I mentioned before, the uh, trying to stay disconnected and things, I literally legitimately try to like maybe like only look at like you know Facebook or something like. Yeah. If I have to like send somebody a message, I see something, I might scroll through a little bit, and then mm. that's it. So the only reason I was even aware that you were in a new band is because I just happened to scroll past a post like I'm in a band and we're playing a show and I was like oh I didn't know he was in a band and so I just happened to see it but it keeps you it's good but it's bad because I miss out on a lot of things too sure I want to stay up to date with what you know my friends are doing yeah but there's too much bullshit on my Facebook feed but that's because I've accepted the fact that I'm friends with See, the too internet, many people that yeah. i'm not really friends the with.
1: internet allows for many more friends than real life does yeah and yeah, that's yeah. why it's easy to get bogged down yeah sometimes
0: yeah i need to i mean uh, it's
1: it's all good intentions but at some point it's like <laughs> none of this is actually affecting my real life in pittsburgh where i live
0: yeah it's really hard to uh i don't know i i just i think i've accepted that The majority of the people I know are assholes that complain about bad things and I'm not going to look at it. I just, it makes me feel bad though when I have like cool people in my life who are doing cool things and I miss out on it. Right. So I try to, if I think about somebody, I try to check up on them. Yeah. Hey, how you been? What's going on? Right. Like this, like this, the podcast (laughs) helped me with this. This was like one of the reasons for doing this thing was to catch up with people that i don't get to see I super that. often i support so, it what else is going on that i might not know about since um, there
1: could be things shit that i'm working on right now is uh doing a like a book cover right now for uh it's like publisher like a pittsburgh publishing press i do uh, like uh like poetry and like plays and stuff like that cool it's called plays in verse um So I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing a book cover for this uh, kind of, like, play-poetry hybrid that this dude wrote, and it's really fucking awesome and, like, dark and creepy. Uh, That sounds cool. Yeah, so I'm pretty psyched for that.
0: (laughs) Did, uh, have you noticed, like, this is just the thought that I had, and I'm gonna try to explain it out loud, but after you got out of music, so I'm assuming when you were doing music and art, you had, like, bands kind of hitting you up for album artwork or, like, merch designs and things like that, which all cater to a specific style. Sure. And then now that you maybe aren't as involved in that, but you're getting connections with people doing, like, books of poetry or other things, does that cater to, like, your new evolution of artwork? Kind of, yeah. Um, Was it, like, maybe did it, like, help you evolve into what you're doing now? I think so. Having these new outlets? I think
1: so. I mean, it, it never hurts to have a wide and well-rounded set of skills you know the more the more styles and mediums that you're proficient with the more things you can do with them yeah and as long as you maintain like your own style and your own vision with it then I think it's totally awesome (laughs) you know so yeah the new the new things I've been working on kind of caters to what I've been doing recently but that's kind of the way it's always been like yeah. when I was really heavily into design work, I was just working for bands a lot cuz that's just like I couldn't get enough of it.
0: And so you you liked doing all the all the band work? You never
1: Yeah, I mean for the most part, yeah, working freelancer is always going to be some like bullshit that you have to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some hoops you have to jump through that you really don't want to, but uh I mean for the most part it was a growing experience and yeah, you know, I I viewed it as a challenge and I like those kinds of challenges.
0: Have you ever thought about animation or have gotten into that? You know, that just I've like a, a traveled. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. I, I was really into it, like I said, like in high school, I was into like Disney movies and like some, some like, uh, you know, those like fucking like Studio Ghibli movies and yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of shit. I was super into it, and then kind of the realized... The good stuff. Yeah, exactly. The stuff that
0: has hundred a team of hundreds of people yeah, <laughs> working for years. That's the thing. When
1: I was a kid, I saw, like, you know, director and, like, blah, 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 and I thought that, like, ah, uh, dude made these movies, not, like, an entire fucking workforce of artists. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, fuck, yeah, I'll totally make some cartoons, and then realized how many drawings you have to do, and oh, I was yeah. like, that's obscene. I can't. <laughs> I can't even, like, process that, nor do I want to do that. Just way too tedious.
0: Yeah, I feel like you could do something really cool. Like, with, like, those, like, really, like, minimalistic charcoal drawings right. that you we were doing. You could do, like, <laughs> real simple black and white kind of thing. Yeah. I've
1: I've done a little with, like, stop motion animation and that kind of stuff. With, like, pictures and with, like, clay and stuff in high school. Um, it was pretty fun. But nothing that Stop I've thought. Motion animation
0: is crazy. <laughs> it's tricky. I had uh, Justin in here, Justin Nixon. Oh yeah. And we were talking. He's battery life. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Have you seen any clips from it? Yeah. It's awesome. It's crazy, <laughs> right? That's yeah. that's some fucking dedication. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever put that much time into anything. Yeah. <laughs> for like such a small result. I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's just like the amount of labor that goes into that. It's intense for, like, work for the like, the like result
1: three seconds. Yeah, it's yeah. nuts.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, I don't, I, I always say that I wish I had some way to, like, let, that everybody could get that. Like, when they see something like that, because whenever I watch something, it's like, oh, like, how'd they do this lighting? How'd they do this shot? Like, I understand that somebody made every little thing happen, or if I'm listening to a record, I, like, think about all the production elements or watching a movie, and I get so much more, uh pleasure out of that than like the actual product right sometimes it's like trying to
1: figure out the magic trick
0: yeah but there's a a lot of people that don't get that and i think that that's a good and bad thing sometimes sure what do you think
1: it affects their objectability uh for sure it's like you know when you kind of have like an idea of what goes on behind things you can dissect things a little bit more yeah and really appreciate like the work that went into a very specific frame or piece or something like that uh, but when you're less educated, you kind of just take it at face value.
0: That I think that's what I miss a lot about music. Right. It's, just I like, mean,
1: it's just, It's like a pure reaction. You're n- you have no understanding yeah. or, or like basis of how it works, so you just love it for what it is, yeah, like, the, like the actual work. Which...
0: All this like shitty black metal that I loved in high school that I can't listen to now because <laughs> it just sounds bad. It's just like I can't get past it, but I like that feeling, that yeah. feeling of just like, whoa it just doesn't happen for me anymore. right <laughs> i'll like be in a mall and like you know there's, there's like the stores and they have like the promo shots of like some guy looking all tough or some girl being all cute and i just think about like the hundreds of ugly photos they had to go through to get that <laughs> one good one yeah right or if like you know somebody's like jumping in like in the air and it's like all photoshopped i'm thinking about like okay so they're in a room with a green screen there's somebody jumping on a trampoline people around like I, maybe I think about it too much. (laughs) It's just, I, like, dive into every stupid little thing I see. That's interesting. I don't know.
1: I do do this shit with, like, advertisements a lot. Yeah! Like,
0: dude. All right, I don't want to cut you off, but I'm going to write this down. So what reason? Okay.
1: Yeah, you know, just, like, advertising, you see something that, like, really sticks with you, and you're like, wow, that's something I haven't really seen before, and you kind of dissect it and figure out. (laughs) <laughs> how they got this idea
0: <laughs> i always like i guess with advertising and billboards i always notice more like i can't believe somebody got paid to <laughs> design that
1: oh yeah
0: uh there's like one that sticks out in particular to me and it's for like kielbasa and there's like a fork it's kind of like a fork holding a piece of kabasi it's for whatever company makes Kabasi. i don't know like <laughs> but the fork is photoshopped so poorly like it would uh it's like going into it so deep that it should be coming out the other side <laughs> but it's, just but it's not. not like you would have to see it it's just it's really fucking funny <laughs> and i still i see it all the time keep an eye out on for kielbasa boys. i will and look at the fork <laughs> when you see it but uh fuck man food yeah you a food guy
1: I love food. I need it to survive, so I eat it often.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if you're into like different beers and stuff like that, you like oh, sure, find yourself being like going to like different restaurants, trying different things. Or are you like a like a chicken fingers, French fries, I, simple kind of guy? I don't
1: know. I I um, don't really put that much thought into it. I <laughs> oh really? I'm kind of one of those people that like I don't realize that I'm going to be hungry until I'm actually hungry and then I'm like oh my god I'm starving so I kind of just like whatever's around what is around like what is closest what f- kind of fits my plans for the evening like where okay. am I headed
0: but you don't like plan to go to different restaurants or rarely you know every go once in on a while <laughs> no <laughs>
1: I don't go on groupon okay but uh yeah every once in a while like you'll see a place I'm like okay I'll try that out and like make a plan to, to do it but most of the time I'm just like I don't know I don't know
0: when I'm gonna be hungry. Fuck. <laughs> sure. Um, what? What? If you had to say like what your favorite food was?
1: Hmm. My all-time favorite food. I feel like I consume a lot of chicken in various forms. Okay. Most of the like meat that I eat is chicken. In fact, like probably ninety percent is chicken or like turkey.
0: Okay. I'm really into chicken. I don't know, I just like it. <laughs> That's cool. So just chicken in general, doesn't matter. Chicken in
1: general, like you Italian put chicken in a dish and I'm Mexican like, yeah, I'll check that whatever. out.
0: I'll I'll check that out. Like there's some chicken? In <laughs> Fuck it, why not? I'll give it a shot. Can't be bad. What's uh the future plans for this new band that you're doing? Is it you going to like go at it full force or is it just since everybody else is kind of has like as I know everybody else in that yeah. band has other things going on, they so they it's just have... kind of like a while we're home and have nothing else better to do, we're I just going kind of jam? it's more kind
1: of that thing. Like, we want we definitely want to record and, like, I like I love these songs. and I think everybody else does, too. I'm super proud of them. But I think we want to, like, record and probably just play around. and.
0: You playing any shows anytime soon?
1: Yeah, we got one October 10th. All uh, right, let's plug that shit. Cool. It's at a house uh, in Oakland. Okay, I that forget, sounds about right. I forget the name of the actual house venue, but we played there before. I forget what it's called, though. <laughs> okay. Oakland, Juliet Street, that should be enough, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. October 10th. Do you know who you're playing with? Ah, uh, yes. A band called Love Child?
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, Zach.
1: He oh, was cool. in Circe
0: uh, or whatever. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're playing with that band. It should be cool.
0: Cool. Yeah. I think I'm definitely going to come to that. Nice. That'll be cool. It'll be fun. House shows, man. Like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's we, cool
0: that that's still going on. It's all been all right. a while since... There's, uh, There's, like, a very, a small group that's actually been growing, I've noticed, over, like, the past year or so, of, like, these kids that are kind of doing the DIY thing, but, like, doing it right. Yeah. And it's cool to see that it's coming back. I'm picturing, (laughs) like, a reset button happening soon on, like, culture as a whole for, like, DIY culture. Yeah. I feel like every 10 or 15 years it kind of happens where that button's hit and then people get it and new things flourish. I feel like by the time it happens, I'm probably gonna to be too old to really enjoy it and right, be a right, part right. of it. but yeah. <laughs> for the people that are in it, I'm stoked for them that yeah. it's gonna be happening.
1: No, definitely. House. There's just something about house shows. Like when you have a perfect one, it's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I've never been like a uh, playing on a stage kind of altar bar type thing. I remember when I saw a girl fight at Diesel for the oh, like, Attack shit. Attack Show. <laughs> That was awesome. Oh, I went to that man. show just to see you guys, and I don't think I like. I don't even think I like knew you guys really at that point. That's hilarious. I kind of like. Uh, I don't know. Whenever like I found out about you guys, I like. I don't know. Like nerded out a little bit over it for a while. So. That's yeah, awesome. I was at that show. I was. was cool.
1: uh, I felt like I was very, <laughs> very obnoxious at that show, just like spitting on kids and like stepping on them. I dislike really didn't care.
0: No, I was, I was super into it. it. it But because of
1: it, it was, like, the most fun ever, because I was just like, fuck it.
0: Oh, yeah, no, there was a couple people that I knew that were at that show, and that was, like, the first time that they had seen you guys, because they were, you know, kind of tied up in that same scene. Yeah. (laughs) I remember, like, everybody, my friends were super into it. That's sick. I know, we,
1: we played an Andrew WK cover that night, and, like, three people <laughs> knew
0: what it was well i was i was probably one of those yeah three. i think you probably I def- were <laughs> <laughs> i definitely was one of those three people what is a probably like do you have like a favorite show experience and this could be like divided across the whole board it doesn't have to right like right a girl fight anything in general
1: um uh, favorite you mean favorite show that i like attended like a or one that i
0: played we could do both Okay. All right. But I was thinking one that you played. One that I played. Yeah. That one I'm gonna have to think about. All right. Well, then one you attended. If that
1: (laughs) favorite show I've ever attended was uh, it was a Halloween show. I don't remember what year, but it was at the World, and it was every time
0: I die, Dillinger, Zao,
1: Misery Signals. Yes, that was a fucking incredible show. That show I, it was, like, one of the shows that, like, blew my young mind. Yeah. It was just, like, holy fucking shit. I was there. Yeah, that show ruled. <laughs> yeah. That that's was... up there. Um, uh, I saw the Bronx at Alter Bar. They were fucking incredible. I think they're just a good band, though. Every time I've seen them, it was awesome. But
0: I, I could never get into them.
1: Oh, man. I, I tried. It band. just wasn't
0: speaking to me, man. Right,
1: right. It's not for everybody, and that's cool, but, I mean, there was, like, not that many people at the show, and it was Alter Bar, so it was just, like...
0: I feel like that's usually the case there. Yeah,
1: It was awesome, though, because I was, like, you know, right up front, and it was very jamming, very intimate way to see, like, a, one of your favorite bands.
0: <laughs> so, um, do you have any, like, passions for music outside of the heavy shit? Oh, yeah, tons.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's probably the majority of what I listen to now. It can't all be heavy stuff I so like, just can't process it
0: <laughs> all right so like what are you listening to how'd you find it what happened oh uh,
1: well let's see sometime after my first band um when I was like not re- like after that band ended there was a kind of a wishy-washy period where I wasn't in school wasn't in a band I was just kind of like fucking hanging out totally that's when I got into like indie bands I got super into Deer Hoof which I still love that band um got into Liars like a bunch of noise bands like an albatross and like aids wolf and that kind of stuff yeah they were just like weird (laughs) fucking shit um so yeah ever since that point i think um i was really into it and then got into radiohead from there and like from that got into even quieter shit
0: (laughs) have you ever wanted to do any kind of music like that or yeah, you kind
1: just... of. Um, it would be awesome. I just don't understand a lot of it. Like, <laughs> okay. I, I'm not good with keyboards or, like, electronic music. I just don't understand how any of it works.
0: You have a voice? Can you sing?
1: Yeah, well, I that's debatable. Can you sing enough?
0: <laughs> with, like, enough enough filters and effects? I do find it karaoke, so I guess yes. Okay. <laughs> you could just do, like, really uh, fucked up drony covers of songs that you typically karaoke. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be pretty cool. What the fuck is this? you a gotta, phone call. Yeah, you don't gotta, worry about it. <laughs> they can wait. That's never happened before. I'm not the type of guy that like people try to like call me. So maybe it's an emergency. I was going to say
1: that. That probably makes it worse. It might nah, be an emergency. No, nah, I can see who it is. It's okay. not an emergency.
0: I'm not worried about it. Did you think about uh, your favorite show that you've played?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. We played... Uh, I think it was the... might have been the Infinite Carcass release show was pretty fun
0: was that the one at hot metal bridge church yeah 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 it was
1: there that one was pretty fun <laughs> just to i mean there was like a lot of our friends there and that was super fucking cool yeah um yeah that show was yeah, awesome that, just because of how cool yeah that it was. was yeah
0: that was a that was a a really really nuts show because uh i know um well code orange opened that show yeah and now that's like oh yeah you know
1: <laughs> blown up
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Blown up is putting it lightly, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that and I know oh, Mara played that show, right? Uh huh. Which is Greywalker, Greywalker now, now, who I'm doing vocals for. Oh no, shit! Yep. Cool. So, I did not know that. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, that happened. Cool. And then uh, there was that other band that was re- that's really loud and plays on the Emperor Cabs. Native. Native, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were on that show.
1: Yep. Uh, I think the Last Hope played. Yeah. Yeah, And there might have been one other one, but I'm blanking on it right now. But yeah, I just remember having a ton of fun at that one.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that was cool. What about Worst Show?
1: Worst Show? Ah, there's definitely a Worst Show. (laughs) Let's see. Um, There's been a a lot of bad ones. (laughs) Worst Show? Probably... I don't know, I think we played a a house show in West Virginia somewhere that I felt like was our personal worst, because we just broke everything. Oh, really? (laughs) But not in a cool way, it was just like, it just fucking sucked. Series (laughs) of unfortunate
0: events. Yeah, like
1: everything just kind of fell apart, um, and I was bummed. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of like, just like, didn't get a chance to really rock sufficiently, because everything just fucking fell apart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hate whenever... That's always the worst and it's really really bad for me now with uh the psych stuff because I have like a band that's playing with me but we have like a ton of electronics that are running through backtrack with the instruments yeah but it's like it's that situation where it's like oh we can't play because the computer's not working right I hate that (laughs) I mean it kinders more to what I'm doing I'm doing like a weird like hip-hop kind of thing so it's like I can get away with it at least I'm not like a metal band, like, oh, we can't play because the computers aren't working. <laughs> yeah, But, uh, I hate, just in general, because that happens, there's a lot more of a chance of it happening. Like just right. Technology can be really unreliable. It's a bitch. And they don't make things the way they used to. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it would be really cool going back now, we're just jumping back and forth a lot, though. Yeah, it's like to, lost. <laughs> uh, to see you, uh, do something outside of the heavy stuff if you're into it, if you wanted to.
1: Right, right. That was kind of my thing with Dapper Dillies, was to kind of just try out some shit that I had never really played before, and it was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, I feel like if you have uh, an understanding of rhythm, and how drums work, you could figure out how to, like, program electronic music and, like, sequence weird little beats. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You know? I think it's melodies is, like, my hang-up. For some reason, I just, like, bad at them. I can't come up with them, or anything that, like, sticks or is, like... I don't know. Yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've always been more of a rhythm-driven right, right, person right. myself. Yeah. I, I don't understand melody. That's why I work with other people. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, music, uh, it's a, it could be a collaborative effort. Yeah. <laughs> and things like that. But uh, do you ever... Do you get the chance to collaborate much with art? Are you into that? Or do you feel like you work better as like a lone wolf or solitary with what um... you're doing?
1: It kind of depends. Most of the, I mean, most of the stuff that I do is just solitary and like, especially the like paintings and personal work is, you know, just like alone (laughs) listening to some music for hours and hours. But, um, I've done some collaboration. I did, um, a show with Cassie Staub, uh, from Run Forever. She like is a photographer. So she had all these like photographs and stuff that she had taken on different tours and whatnot. And I, like, like painted over some of them. Oh, that's a, that's cool. Yeah, and then I had some, like, paintings that were, like, just paintings, and she had some that, that were just photographs, and they kind of, like, melted together in the middle. It was kind of, it was a really awesome show. <laughs>
0: that's cool. Yeah. That sounds like that was cool. What yeah, was that one I? ruled.
1: That was, uh, maybe 2011, oh, I want to say. Yeah. Maybe.
0: I'm missing yeah, out I th- on things. Two-
1: I think it was 2011. <laughs> it's fucked
0: up, man. <laughs> missing out
1: on things. <laughs> yeah, that show ruled. It turned out really awesome. but uh, Oh, we, that- we did a collab on uh, that wall at uh, yeah. Skip's house. That yeah. was sick. We tried. I
0: feel like that didn't quite work out, though. There was just <laughs> something about it. was like that was the kind of thing where I typically do stuff independently, right. and you do too, and yeah. the styles were just like, like oh, this really isn't going to work, and you just kind of like did your thing. I was like, well, that's awesome. I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of what happened, and then we never got to... Uh, even go back to try to finish it, but there was
1: also a lot of room and we didn't have a lot of time to film yeah. it. I think we, we kind of bit off a little more than we could chew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very ambitious, which is not a bad <laughs> thing,
0: but <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Lesson <Listen> um, learned. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, it's all good. That stuff that you did with Cassie, is that is there images of that available online anywhere or
1: Um I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I think I think we uh we like put it up and hung it and did a very bad job of actually documenting. Okay. I think there might be like some like weird Instagram pictures floating around on Facebook sure. or the internet somewhere, but like people that were there. Right, right. Nothing yeah. that I think really like you can see. What
0: what what, what hashtag would one search? Oh God, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> you ever try to you ever try to like uh, look yourself up? Do you, have you ever like, <laughs> Google myself? Google yourself here? or like, like check your own, like look no. at like girl fight hashtags or anything like that. Uh, I do, you do Instagram. Do you have an Instagram? I don't, I don't I didn't think so. Actually. Um, for someone that's like visual, I feel like you would, uh, benefit from it if you wanted to.
1: Sure. No, I definitely get that. I just have like an archaic phone. I just like, okay. have yet to step into the 21st century. I'm just <laughs> super lax when it comes to that shit. I,
0: yeah, <laughs> you might be better off.
1: Hey, I mean, whatever. Like I'm just doing my thing. And if I need to get a smartphone at some point, I, I guess I'll get it. <laughs>
0: you, like, uh, like one of those people that's still, like, riding off the same phone, like, you've had the same one forever, or do you just, like, when you upgrade, you upgrade to not a smartphone?
1: That's exactly what I did. I got, like, I got my first phone when I was, like, maybe 23, so I went forever without a phone to begin with, and then, you know, had a shitty phone, flip phone, it finally died, like you know, seven years later or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I upgraded, I was like, I want the exact same phone, only not broken. <laughs> so they gave me, like, did the they, notch above. Did they try to sell you? They tried to sell me everything in the store. What uh, <laughs> what,
0: sort, what provider is it? it uh,
1: Verizon. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they tried to sell me all kinds of shit, and I was like, no, I want a flip phone. Give it to me.
0: <laughs> they look at you like you're an
1: alien. It should to go into the back and, like, dig through all their, like, back
0: stock. <laughs> like <the> dusty boxes <laughs> yeah. pushing aside cobwebs. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, we could probably wrap this up shortly here. Cool. I uh, I don't really have anything else I want to say to you. What All right. that show again? Uh,
1: that's October 10th.
0: October 10th. Yeah. In Oakland. In Oakland. Juliet Somewhere. Street. Juliet Street. I want to say it's called
1: like the People's Gym or something like that. I don't know the address. I so don't.
0: No, that's cool. <laughs> I'll look it up. People can look it up. If people yeah, are cool. listening to this, they should be savvy enough to look something up on the internet and the name of the band again is straight white male and where can people find your artwork
1: uh most of it is on my tumblr which is davewatt.tumblr.com um there's other shit floating around the internet but that's kind of like the central source for everything it's kind of like divided up by
0: types of artwork okay so and I actually just had a thought in my head of something that I wanted to talk to you about before. I'm just laughing at this paper, because all I wrote down on this the whole session was kabasi. <laughs> the most
1: important oh. part of the conversation tonight. Yes, yes. My, the
0: notes from my uh, Dave Watt podcast, kabasi, <laughs> in a scribble. No, uh, am I having an, like a fever dream, or do I remember sometime? A while ago, you were involved with something with a graphic novel or helping somebody out with something. Uh, I remember. I think I saw you at like a Steel City Con or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you doing something with a graphic novel?
1: I have dabbled in some comic work, yes. Um, not a graphic novel. It was just comi- done, like, okay, this is the yeah, com- just comics. Like I've done a couple issues um, with this like small publisher from Ohio called uh, Bad Place Productions. Um, and yeah, that kind of, that whole thing <laughs> uh, kind of just, like, developed itself. I, uh, that happened, like, shortly after graduating, when I was still, like, wanted to be a comic book artist. I took my portfolio around to a con, and met them, and they, you know, saw my work and gave me a couple jobs of, like, some books that they needed artists for. So I was like, oh, cool. yeah, sure, cool, so... You know, did the illustrations and stuff, and then uh, they liked one of my one of my characters that like I had written. So I did a couple issues of that. It was called Woodboy.
0: Where's that stuff at?
1: Uh, in the archives. <laughs> On the
0: Tumblr? Uh, no. Well. Oh, just I in think the archives there of there the might uh, be a of the public, like the the place, like they. they...
1: No, they have a bunch of backstock, and they do a lot of the shows and stuff, and that shit's cool. Um, I've just been very lax about. Uh, working on it.
0: <laughs> well, I I tried doing a comic in high school.
1: Oh yeah, it's a lot of work. It is. It definitely is. It's a ton of work. Yeah. I still, I
0: actually, I still have some of the boards here from <laughs> like my boards from high school. I had this comic book character called Piddle. Nice. Just like a blob <laughs> with like a weird hair. I don't That's wear. awesome. Because he was easy to draw in any different right position. You, you need know? that shorthand. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to, like make it simple enough that. I could blow through it. I think that my I struggled more with coming up with a compelling story and having things to draw as opposed to actually just drawing it. Right, right, right. I feel like if I had a somebody to like kind of like write it out and I had a guideline drawing it might not be It's still a lot of work, right. but I struggled with trying to do both. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I definitely hear you there. And I've thought about doing other comic work, but I I feel like I need to get my chops up in different areas such as writing and like <laughs> you know you consistent some, illustration
0: you did like some of those like the short comics i mm-hmm. remember seeing those were cool you a peanuts guy at all
1: uh yeah yeah i mean i i love charles schultz and i i respect it for what it is i don't really think it's funny <laughs> per okay. say, but uh it's an interesting comic i i like it yeah i'm a fan in general
0: and it's like the one like comic strip or calvin and Hobbes. oh an yeah huge you, fan of calvin and Hobbes. You're more, more calvin and Hobbes Bizarro
1: guy. was a really good one it was like a one a one panel strip oh okay, uh, yeah 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 those ones were they were always like really fucking weird but like hilarious i loved that one
0: <laughs> was the, there was some other ones but eh, it doesn't matter anyways <laughs> thanks for coming over thanks for having me this is awesome and uh that's it cool awesome uh, yeah goodbye bye it's always so weird just doing like the, the bye thing but <laughs> cool awesome excellent yeah that rolled bye, 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 bye. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for sticking around. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed the conversation. Dave is a crazy, awesome motherfucker. Seriously. I just... I, I, I don't know. I, just, I connect with that dude. We're like the same age. We're into like the same stuff. He's just better at most of it than I am. But that's fine. You know, life's not a competition. And... We do things a little differently, you know, we're just kind of creative people that are into like cool shit and you know, we don't like bullshit into cool shit, but not bullshit. I feel like that's a, that's a catchphrase waiting to happen. So yeah, you know, be sure to, if you can check out that show that Dave's band's going to be playing that he talked about and, uh, check out his Tumblr page and his art and get, if you're not familiar with it, get the fuck familiar with it. Cause it's fucking awesome and, uh, yeah, that's about it for this week, you know, I will be back next week with another episode, same place, same time, same channel, I don't know why I'm saying that now, but whatever, I am Sykes, start the beat, 2014, woo, woo, thanks for listening.